Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. As always, I am so honored that you are being here with me, and I am honored to be here with you. So let's take a hot second to shower ourselves in some loving gratitude to thank you for choosing content that uplifts, inspires, champions, and challenges you to rise into your highest and best. And today, I really wanted to dive into a pretty current topic. No, it's not the elections. It is how to work from home because I've been working from home since 2017 full time. So COVID didn't really disrupt pretty much anything from me except for what happened was because we moved to Australia or decided to actually stay here and live here for a few years as digital nomads, living into that vision that Spike and I had had since we were just, since we got together, basically, we lost our babysitters. That's the only, (laughs) that's the only downside that we had to moving was we did lose our babysitters, which were my cousin and my mom. And I'll admit that there was a time that I got very, very fearful of growing my business without having my mom watch Declan for two days a week. And I was very grateful for that support and that time. But looking back at it, it really wasn't that necessary. Like, I thought I needed her more than I needed her because I didn't yet trust myself. And I think that that's one of the biggest keys on how to work from home successfully is there is a level of trust that you have to have in yourself and in your capabilities. And I think that's something that I'm seeing a lot of people haven't quite grounded themselves in in their ability to to do that. I mean, especially ladies, We are able to do extraordinary things with our bodies and our ability and capacity to withstand pain is far superior to men. No offense, dudes. So sometimes it is in these stories of how hard it is to work from home with kids that we get caught up in. And now I'm not saying that those stories aren't true and and aren't valid because here's one of the things that my mentor said to me. Your excuses are valid. They're 100% valid. They just won't necessarily get you the results that you're looking for. So my excuse that I quote unquote needed my mom to watch Declan two days a week, not necessarily true. Like really not necessarily true. Now there were parts of that story that were more true than others because in that story, 
it is very challenging for me to focus on do any sort of focused work with Declan in the room with me. So if I'm in the room with Declan, I cannot do any sort of deep work. So there's no writing, there's no podcasting, there is no course creation, there is emails. Like that's basically what I do. There is emails, there is connection that I'm doing with um with my community. I may be responding to some messages, but it's mostly being responsive than actually being in a creative state. When I'm in a creative state, I am uh, an introverted creative and I need to be by myself and I need to have that space and that time. And that is why I'm so grateful for Spike because he can work in the same room as Declan and not get so distracted as I do. Um, Like with Declan, it's almost like I have this extra watchful eye when I am with him. Just, and you know, maybe it's a mother thing, maybe it's um, biological, but I just have this extra, this extra eye. And then he also is a little bit more demanding of my attention than he is with Spike. And so that's a bit of our dynamic that I did want to set up for you just because Every family's home dynamic is different. So I'm going to be giving some tips on how I have been able to manage growing a six-figure business, working from home with a baby, and not really having a nanny. I did have grandma on occasion two times a week um, in the past year, and that was helpful. And I can't say that it was it wasn't not necessary for where I was back then mentally, emotionally, business-wise to be able to ha- feel like I need, had that extra little bit of support. But now I'm definitely in, in a very different place with my business. I'm in a very different place with my certainty and my trust and my ability to deliver results. Uh, definite call back to the last episode on when is it time to quit your day job uh, because that is uh, – I I dive deep into that certainty and that trust on that episode. So make sure you go back and listen to that. But now I have such a deep trust in my ability to, to deliver results that I don't feel like I need that external validation or support as much anymore. And I already get enough of that. I already get plenty of that with, with my husband. So here's how I've been able to work from home. One, I wake up very early. Robin Sharma has the 5 a.m. club. I have the 4.30 a.m. club. I am up at 4.30 pretty much every day. Um, and I do a transcendental meditation. I get my body, my mind, my heart, everything into place before I move into my work. So the way our schedule is structured here in Australia is that most of my U.S. clients are in the morning. And my U.K. and European clients are in the evening. And so with that, with that schedule, I am pretty much in the office area, which also doubles as my, our bedroom, um, just because we're still in an Airbnb and we're looking to get our, our new place soon, which I'm very excited about for what we're manifesting. So my schedule is really packed in the morning more often than not, and it's less packed in the evening. I have less UK and European clients than I do American. So, and, and Canadian, so that's the, um, the dynamic is I, I wake up early, I have most of my clients, so I'm pretty booked between the hours of 8 and 
And then that, so that is the time that Spike is really uh, hands-on dad. Now, of course, he and Declan, they work together. So Declan will have his laptop. He'll play with uh, Khan Academy. He'll watch cooking lessons. So we're not letting him watch like random goofy cartoons or anything. It's it's learning time. So he uh, has Spanish lessons. He plays Khan Academy, which is a great app that teaches uh, that teaches math it teaches reading it teaches phonics it teaches tidiness it teaches um one of my favorite things is is every it teaches making mistakes so when they make a mistake they say oops try again and now that's something that declan has uh in in conditioned himself to say in essence is that whenever he makes a mistake or someone else makes a mistake he goes oops try again so it's it's good solid conditioning and and so that will be the time in the morning when Spike is predominantly watching Declan. And I wouldn't have that if I didn't have my husband. Like it would be much, 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 much more challenging if I didn't have my husband. So that's one way that we work into our family dynamic. The second part is we definitely carve out time to be a family and to just have fun. So we either go for a walk or we go to the beach or we go to get juice or we go outside to dig in the in the beach pool. So at, at the resort where we're staying right now, it has this like little pool that has sand outside of it that looks like a little mini beach, which makes it extra super safe and friendly for Declan because he's a little scared of the ocean after watching Frozen 2 and the giant waves and that whole scene with Elsa being like a badass, but just diving into those really, really high waves. Ever since he's seen that, he's gotten a little scared of the actual beach, which is only a block away. So we'll still go for walks on the beach, but it's to much of Declan's protest. So we'll do we'll we'll do some fun things, but we make specific time. We block out time for recreational family activities, and that's a non-negotiable. And we also block out time to eat together. So we have breakfast together. So there is a time in my schedule that has breakfast blocked out. So I may have a early client, like a six thirty or a seven a.m. client, and I'll only do that really a six thirty is if my client is on the East Coast, um, just because of the time difference. But if we have that, then after at at around 7.30, we have breakfast together and we have that time together as a family. We're not on our computers. We're not on our phones. We may have some music playing in the background, but we keep it really light, really fun. We talk about breakfast. Normally, Declan will help Spike with the cooking. So he participates in that. Spike loves teaching Declan cooking. Like it's so fun. And he has a little show called Brecky with Decky that he live streams. So if you ever want to see it, it's adorable. It's on Spike's Facebook page. I can link to it below. Um, so we, so that's, that's part of our dynamic is we really incorporate Declan into the work that we're doing. So if we go out to a coffee shop and I just want a change of scenery, I don't want to work in the apartment and I want to get out or maybe I don't have a lot of appointments or maybe I have some easy appointments. I won't take client appointments at a coffee shop, but I will take like general meetings at a coffee shop. So we'll go out to a coffee shop. I'll put my headphones in. Declan will take his laptop and we'll go out and we'll make it this like little family work event where he is my assistant and he is assisting me by learning and I and he also pays for lunch or for coffee or for whatever and he uses my card obviously but he pays and he he enjoys that. I think it's just because he really likes pressing the green button on the credit card machine. But he, uh, 
So we, we, we incorporate, we bring him into the activities. So it's not like he's some extraneous thing. Like he is a part of us building our businesses. He is a part of the project. He is a part of it. And so if Spike and he are working out in the in the living room with with Spike on his laptop, then Declan is on his laptop and he's learning and he's he's doing things that are are learning activities to grow his brain and we make it fun like, oh, you're working too. What are you working on? Oh, let me tell you what mommy's working on and let me tell you what daddy's working on. And we incorporate him into the conversation almost as if he was an adult, but not entirely so. Like we try to break it down like into simple levels. So mommy is helping people. Like we don't tell him mommy is going to enhance the performance of high achieving visionary leaders and entrepreneurs. No, we, we bring it down to pretty simple where... Mommy's going to help somebody. And then Decky cheers and Spike cheers. And so we we create this, this camaraderie as a family as well. And that's one of the tools as well. We cheer each other on. So when we're in that space of going for something or going for a dream, going for a goal, we, whenever I go into the back room to go work, Declan and Spike have a cheer that go, yay, mama. And and I go, yay, Decky, yay, Spikey. And so, or yay, daddy. I'll normally say daddy in front of Declan because it's very funny when Declan calls Spike, Spike. He's like, hey, Spike. <laughs> and I'm like, no, his name is daddy. And that's that's enough. Um, so we, ch- we, we bring on that cheering each other on because I want to create a culture in my family of celebration, of inspiring others and lifting each other up when we are going for a goal so that Declan knows that for whatever goal he goes for later on in life, he will be cheered on just as much and he will be supported just as much. And we're training that 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 act of celebration uh, and of excitement for what we're doing. So I don't go like slumming into the back room to be like, oh, I'm going to work. Okay, bye. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, mommy's going to go see a client. And yes, I'm excited because of course, I love what I'm doing. So I love what I do. So I absolutely... I go in with excitement. But even if even if that you don't 100% love what you do, still how can you create an environment in your family of excitement and passion for what you do? So maybe you don't 100% love what you do, but you love the fact that it's bringing you an income or you love the fact that it is serving um, your clients or you love the fact that you are able to put food on the table. So you can celebrate that as a family. Celebrate that thing that you are doing that your work is providing you to do so that even if you need to go off like me and separate yourself into another room so that you can do the deep work like I don't coach with Declan in the room um that is that is a big no-no for me um I make sure that I'm fully focused on my clients and so that trains Declan and that shows Declan um focus work it shows him discipline it shows him that yes sometimes mommy needs to leave and mommy's gonna doing it for a really good reason mommy is doing it to help people mommy is doing it to serve and then when I'm with Declan I'm either very very present and we're playing together or we're with each other and he's on his iPad and I am on my uh, my computer and we are consciously actively working next to each other and participating in the work. Um, so asking questions. Ooh, what are you learning? Oh, you're making a smoothie? Oh, how many strawberries are you putting into that? So we're participating in the conversation. So it's not a passive, like, I'm on the computer doing random stuff. It's it's 
incentivizing that conversation of growth. So that is that is one way that I definitely work with with Declan, um, and that has worked really really well for us. And another way is asking for help. Like I had to ask, I had to start asking for help. And I've told this story many times. Is like when back in 2018, when my business started making more than spikes for the first time, um, I was created a story around being the breadwinner. And that story involved me not asking for help and then getting really resentful toward my husband for him not helping me. Well, how could he help me? He didn't know I needed help or wanted help. So thank God for coaching. It really did boost our marriage because my coach called me out. She's like, how often are you asking for help, Kim? And I was like, oh, you're right. I haven't been asking. I haven't been saying what I actually need. And so I asked for help all the time. Like I asked for it probably more than Spike does um, of just constantly asking for like, hey, honey, could you grab that water for me while you're up? Or hey, could you do this? Like, And and I make that uh, part of the conversation. I make it so that we are serving each other. And so also that Declan sees as well. And so Declan has a little bit of a little print streak to him. Let's be honest. I mean, his mother is the founder of crownyourself.com. So I wouldn't be surprised. But <laughs> he has a little bit of a little print streak where he kind of says commands instead of asks requests. And so we always, before we deliver the command to him, like, oh, get me a glass of milk. I'm like, how about you ask that in a question, dude? And so we encourage him to ask as a question so it's not so demanding. And we encourage that language as well. So allowing him to hear more language and say more language so that it's a conversation. And so that's that's another way that we we work from home is we keep that conversation going. We keep we we talk about our favorite parts of the day at night. We talk about the things that we did at work. So I I get to learn what he learned either at school on the days that he goes to school or I get to learn of what he did at school on the days that he is learning how to cook or Spanish or Khan Academy or all that stuff. And then the other part is working from home, it does require a level of discipline and planning. So it sounds counterproductive to sit and spend a couple hours planning. But the bigger your company gets, the bigger you grow, the bigger you want to become, the more planning and the more advanced strategy, the more uh, 40 foot thousand view you need for where you're going. So in order to get that, that is also the deep work that is required. It's not just the doing of, of you know, writing the blogs or recording the podcasts or uh, coaching the clients. It is also the strategic planning. And so I do take time on the weekends to spend that time alone with my computer, with our Trello boards, like going over the strategic planning of what I want to create very consciously. And then so that I'll be ready for my Monday meeting with my team. And also a part of working from home requires shutting off, having that time to completely shut off. So like I said, I take at least an hour in the middle of the day to if not two to three hours, um, depending upon if we end up taking a nap or, or um, go out to lunch at a restaurant or go play in the park for an, a couple hours. But I do consciously take that time to spend and be as a family because that's really what's more important to me. 
than just constantly being busy behind a computer. And that's a main reason why I am building a business is so that I can have the freedom. And so many entrepreneurs, especially when they're starting out, they don't build that freedom that they actually want into their schedule. And I've seen very successful entrepreneurs also, six and seven figure earners do this as well, where they don't build this freedom that they so want and say they want into their schedule because they're so scared of actually not being in a state of constantly doing. They're actually addicted to the doing. And I know what that's like. I know what that's like living in that because I grew up in that. And I want something different for Declan. I want him to know presence and to know how much he's valued and to really feel it. And you really build that with quality time and building that relationship. So that's why it's also important to take that time maybe midday to watch a movie together or to go to the park or to make believe or to build a fort or to do something fun or go have an imaginary luau in your backyard. Like make a list of the imaginary amazing things that you can do in your home and you'll be amazed at how much you could accomplish. I mean, when I think of what I used to create in my home at like four or five, six years old, like there were carriages, there were prima ballerinas, there were unicorns, there was ballet lessons. Like there was, it was an imaginative place to be. So you can create and bring your kids into that co-creation of creating a really awesome home that's not just a work environment, but that's also a play environment. Because also by creating an environment of play, it'll actually enhance your work abilities. Because so often we take our work to be so serious and it's serious because it's called work. Well, what if we just called it play? What, what if we called it play and worked more in our genius zone, which actually feels like a state of play anyways? So how can you cultivate a greater a greater space of play in the environment, in your work environment from home? So whether that is having family dance breaks, like we'll do that from time to time, like we'll have family dance breaks and just go out and turn on the music and like dance around, especially if it's to Frozen. But find ways to create greater play in your home environment and it'll actually decrease the amount of stress because through playing we actually learn faster through playing we actually find solutions so maybe you're struggling with a tricky problem at work that perhaps a little like homegrown maze where you say okay here's the problem and then over there is the destination or maybe you create like an idea tree like and Andy Simon, who was on the podcast, talked about where she does that with her clients as she creates a big idea tree. So she draws out a tree and then there are all the ideas up on those branches. And it it's a beautiful visual to show like all the great ideas. So you could have an idea tree for like where you want to travel. And, you know, e- even if you're not able to actually travel now, you could travel in your imagination to like what would Bali feel like or what would going to Morocco feel like. And then maybe you get dressed up or maybe you have your husband or partner or maybe you cook Moroccan that evening so you can taste the food that's a little different for your culture and so it allows you this diversity of experiences that you can have and this play and imagination that you can have in your own home and perhaps as you look at the problems through a new lens it'll open up your perspectives to see the opportunities the solutions and the growth that are in that very thing. So with that being said, I would love to know what are your favorite tips to work from home? What, have, what, what has really served you? Are any of these ones that you practice at home currently? 
And if not, which ones sound like fun ones to adopt? Which ones sound like, oh yeah, that's a really good idea, Kim. I'm going to I'm gonna start asking my husband more for more support or I'm going to start waking up a little earlier to get in a little bit more me time or I'm going to start creating a blocked out time for play and just as much because those blocks of times are just as important as blocks of times with your clients or your um, your team because your family is your team. And so when you start think of thinking of your family as your team, it changes the way that that you show up and it changes the way that you cheer each other on. And so keep cheering each other on. We got this. Let's keep going. Keep rocking it. And as always, own your throne. Mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.